Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. And I am your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays, <clears throat> because... Wednesdays are for podcasts and the spoops. I think we've established that. <laughs> yes. But before we get into our episode this evening about Basquatch... Nice. A word from our... A word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. That was good. I like the the emphasis at the end. Um, all right, guys. So the uh, launch over the weekend with the price increases. I hope everybody has been made aware that um, the prices have gone up, but. Not too much, and shipping is still free on everything. Um, the uh, lavender chamomile bombs are getting a lot of really great feedback. Can I just say, as a user of one of those bombs, holy I was like, lord! Yes, you may. <laughs> holy lord, they smell so good, and I actually your bomb is actually what helped me finally sleep last week. Oh, thanks. Because I had like not slept in a fucking week. And it finally helped me sleep. Well, lavender is amazing for sleep. If you guys didn't know, it is oh, yeah, for one of the number one things used in aromatherapy to help people have rest and relaxation and it lowers anxiety and it just really helps get you ready for a great night's sleep. So you say it lowers anxiety. I just picture me shoving my face into a big bush of lavender. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I could probably sleep on a bed made of lavender with the amount of anxiety. <laughs> so, um, thanks again, guys, for all the support. Everything's at Calm Your Body Down on Etsy, on Instagram, all over. Um, and there will be some new stuff coming soon. Um, next month is going to be some uh, summer scents coming out. So, um, also... The orange basil ones are new and improved now. The orange smell is amazing, and it's a it's going to be a really good summer scent, but there's going to be some other summer scents, some other citrus stuff coming. So thanks again for all the support, and everything's calm your body down on Etsy. Calm your body down. Sorry, guys, my eyes, my eyes, my nose itched while I was doing that, and I couldn't. Ding. I'm going to say speak. I thought you were going to say I itched. You'll never, I, I know this is totally off topic, but it'll actually go into something we were talking about earlier, uh, as far as eyelashes. <laughs> I have this thing where sometimes eyelashes will feel, it's, it's called entropia for animals, but it's when your eyelash, like, basically inverts and, like, <sighs> starts to grow back into your eye. Jesus! And I had two on my bottom lash, and on my I'm left eye, that, that's gonna that I woke up. I, I actually woke up, and I thought I thought I had a piece of metal in my eye. But when I get a fucking eyelash that's in how my bad eye, it, started. it fucking hurts. Yeah. It was scratching my eye so bad, I thought I had a piece of metal in my eye. And the only thing that I can do, because... I read online people like just pluck them, and I'm like, I'm I can't pluck my eyebrows. There's no fucking way I'm plucking an eyelash. Like that's not happening. Uh, but I mean, it's not very very great. To I do. have to I have to cut them. I just have to cut it. Wow. I get a little piece of I just get like little teeny tiny like manicure scissors and find what eyelash it is, and I have to cut <coughs> it. <coughs> I'm fine. 
So I don't, I, I that can't keep happening because that shit's fucking terrible. <laughs> like, That's awful. It's the worst feeling, feeling like something scratching your well, fuck yeah. eyeball. But then it made me think of, you know what, which I'm not going to say because it's going to give away an episode, but it made me think about that. It, about stay the, tuned ah! because we're going to talk about ah! it yeah, or I mean, some, yeah, tonight, but at the end, of course. We're going to have some great news, but I don't, it just, that just made me think about that. Thank God that wasn't happening in my sleep, because I'd have had a fucking nightmare about it, and then that'd have been all she wrote. <laughs> Bitch, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, it's coming to get me, it's coming. And this eyelash is like, I just pictured, like, what they do on TikTok, where they put the face on the stuff. Like, a face on your eyelash going... Damn. <laughs> Bitch, calm down. It's just, what is that? It's like, just the eyelash. You're going at it toward the scissors and it's like, what is that? What is that? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I hope nobody else out there has to deal with that pain because it's it's awful. It's a terror. It actually happens on a lot of farm animals really bad to the point that they actually have to have I'm surgeries. sorry, did you just describe yourself as a farm animal? <laughs> yeah, inadvertently. I did. You're like, actually, it happens in the I am a cow. <laughs> no. You're not a cow, you're a horse. Because horses are so majestic and beautiful. Can I be a miniature horse? I'm a fucking pig. <laughs> Can I be a miniature horse? Like Because you're, little, you're small. Pony. My little pony. And they have beautiful hair. So, you know. What was the Parks and Rec horse's name? <laughs> they wrote a fucking song oh, for it. God damn it. They wrote a song for I it. I knew you were going to do that. You were going to do that. Oh, they wrote a whole. I have to look this up. Yeah, because. <laughs> so, another show Hubs is going to get into. Because when we were at the hotel, it came on. <laughs> Little Sebastian. <laughs> Little Sebastian. Bye, bye, Little Sebastian. Oh my so, God, you're you're. Shitting. I know. It was like it was jamming to the beat. So Hubs has never seen Parks and Rec either. And there was an episode that he's like, "Where do I know that girl from?" I was like, "You've seen Aubrey Plaza and other <laughs> stuff." <laughs> You know what I really find funny? It was the episode when they go to England. <laughs> <laughs> I have two favorite episodes of that entire show. And the first one is the one, get on your feet, when they literally keep sliding all over the ice. And it takes them like 15 minutes to get to the fucking podium. I can't breathe. And then with the one where they get super fucking drunk. Super fucking drunk, and Ron has that little hat on his head. He's going. <laughs> Rick was like, "I could tell I'm gonna like Ron." I was like, "You're gonna like Ron." Ron, I know what I'm about, son. Is... <laughs> what? What did he say? He said, "I'll take all your bacon, <laughs> sir." This, you just all of it. I know what I'm about, son. And his relationship with Aubrey Plaza's character is so cute. They're like father and daughter. They're so precious. That show, see, everyone raves about the and I miss and get I miss Chubby. I, I miss Chubby Chris Pratt. I kind of miss Chubby Chris. Oh my god, he was so Do you know do you guys remember who made a comeback? Yeah, Kim Kardashian. I mean, there was a video where she had come on her back. 
That was a blooper. He had everybody. I've, fucking I've seen rolling. it. I've seen it. And I was like, did that? I was like, that did not make it on the air. That did not make it on the air. <laughs> what? Uh, I just love too how everybody. Your kids are gonna like, find that, Chris. Your kids are gonna find that someday. Everybody rants and raves about Aubrey Plaza now and Chris Pratt now, and I'm like. Bitch, I knew First that. of all, that I also showed Hubs a picture of her with the kid from fucking Child's Play, and he's like, "You mean that the girl who looks it. like his big sister?" Yep, that's he's like. It, it, I was like, "Yeah, I know." That I know. movie almost won for the review tomorrow, and I was like, "You all want this to win because you want me." Someone literally was like, "I want it to win because I want to see you rip it to shreds," and I'm like, "Oh, I would." <laughs> the one saving grace in that movie was the black guy that lived. That couple. As far as, okay, yeah, and them too. Honestly, I love Aubrey Plaza. I love her. We've gone pieces, through this. But... The biggest problem with that movie that I will always stand by is the fact that it is a robot AI Chucky that sounds like the Joker. He also looks like Trump. I kept hearing the Joker. He also looks like Trump. And that fucking crazy, you are my buddy, you're my best friend. I was like, what the fuck? Is I can see Chucky literally going. Fatal attraction shit. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> fucking cuckoo's <laughs> Um, Did you see who's coming back? Yeah, I did. Fiona's coming back? I'm so happy. <laughs> Remember when I told you? She we posted it. I was just scrolling through because I saw everyone else was coming back. Also, Devin Sawa. How fucking awesome is Devin Sawa? That was crazy. Like, out of and the I'm blue. like scrolling, and I'm like, Fiona's. Oh my god, Fiona's in it too. Oh my god. Remember when Friday Curse came on, and he had never seen it, and it got to that part where they're watching the home movies, and it shows Brad. Brad, and she goes. <coughs> She goes, who's that? I peek around the corner and I'm like, yo, dad. <laughs> of course you did. And he was like, he was, she was looking it up on the computer and she saw a picture of him. I literally went, how does it not occur to you that you're looking at yourself? I don't understand. That is your face on a man. And I like, <laughs> I don't know. Because if she would have said something like, wow. I look a lot. <laughs> it was just a miss. It was just, I couldn't help it. She looked, I'm, I'm looking like dead. He's watching it. And she's like, who is that? I was like, young dad. And he was like, what? And I was like, that, that is her father. And he's like, oh, I didn't. I was like, yeah. Look at I her. I was like, didn't I tell you? And, and then I had to show him. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you have to see them side by side to where you're really like, okay, that's. Definitely. I mean, I understand where he doesn't sure. think about it now, especially because he's got shorter white hair. Yeah, and, you know, he's, he's older. Looks, he looks a lot older, but I'm like, him in Child's Play one. Oh yeah, in 1988 yeah. with the long hair. That's Fiona. 100. When he's Charles Lee Ray, yeah. They even their hair even has the same texture. It's like that curly it's, wavy. Oh my god, I know. That's so crazy. Like it would have been so funny if she was looking him up and then she goes, "Hmm, that's weird. We look a lot alike." And it then thought maybe still... she was his actual kid. It also still trips me up that the cop from is Sinister, the guy, right? The cop in Curse is multiple Malcolm. Is and I was like, why did? 
Did they not think people would notice? I didn't notice for a, for a bit. Oh, really? I didn't. I think it actually, you know what I did. And then all of me. a sudden he walked up to one of the guys and I was like, is that Malcolm? <laughs> it took me, I think up and it took me about half. When is that scene? That's about halfway through the movie. It took yeah, me that's probably when the priest, about. That's when the priest dies. Yeah. I was <clears> like, <throat> oh, okay. Yep. That's him. It's the cop. I still that love scene when the priest died. I was like, no. I still love that part that they all talk about how hideous that doll looks, and I love it at the towards the end when he takes the face off because I'm like, oh, there he is. Whew. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah, because the the cult doll I liked way better than the because the cult first doll one. is my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Besides Bride. I love him and Bride. He's so cute. All well, my, my my favorites will always be the original and Cult. And I think I liked, and I've said this before, I like the Cult one because it makes me remember the original Child's Play doll. He's so cute. He's adorable. He is adorable. I can't fucking stand Those it. movies are so fucking good. They're so good. I'm really so curious that people now, don't like them. I'm like, now that I know that everyone is coming back, I'm very curious to see how he's going to do this. If he's going to make it a part of cult somehow, or if it's just going to be completely different and new. I'm very curious to see what he's going to do. Because he could still continue with the uh, Jennifer Tilly and um, the fuck is her name? Need, 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 my brain keeps saying Fiona, and I'm like, yes, that's correct, but also... <laughs> Christina Lee's? You mean at the no, end of... The... Oh, at the oh, end okay, of no, no, no. Oh, with the end of... Jennifer okay. Tilly and... With, and uh... with Tiffany and Nika. Nika. I was like, give me a minute, I'll get there. <laughs> you were trying to think of Fiona's... Okay, yeah. So I'm like, oh, is that going to continue? Because that would be really fucking awesome. But Or is he just going to start something brand new? Which is fine, too, because Chucky's back, and I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like it's really far away, but it'll get here before we know it. And I'm super excited. I will absolutely pay for sci-fi if I have to to get a hold of it. I will. It's kind of like, I mean, I, I pay for Disney Plus anyway, but if I didn't, I would have gotten it for Loki. Period. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about that. That comes out next month. All right, guys. <laughs> 15 minutes later. You know how we are. You know how we do. This is how we do. We gotta get the intro and then sponsor. Okay, and then this we was talk about, up and I was like, this is called totally hell of a <laughs> irrelevant stuff until we get into <clears throat> Bat Squatch. So, guys, you know, we always do a cryptid episode every month, and honest to God, I don't know what made me think of this one. I just wanted to do one that was completely uncommon that no one had really heard of. I honestly didn't that... hear of it until you were like, let's do Basquatch. I was like, like let's fuck do it. what now? And then <laughs> I started like finding stuff about it and I was like, oh shit, maybe this is more well known than I thought it was, even though I had never ever heard of it, but it sounds horrifying. I mean, it's literally Bigfoot with wings. What yeah, the fuck? That's exactly, but I, more I, of I, love, I love the pictures you found, uh, guys, you know, the pictures that we post on our social media. I love the pictures that you found because the illustrations are insane. I was like, holy fuck, if this thing in any way, shape, or form was real, no. I would, no. <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, seeing Bigfoot, I'd love to see Bigfoot. 
But if that motherfucker just flew away... It made me think <laughs> of a ginormous... Okay, so I, I'm sure like me, I'm sure like many other children, I was terrified of those flying monkeys in the Wizard of Oz. And I was just thinking of like a giant version of one of those things. I hate that movie, so I don't even honestly remember what you are referring to. I've only seen it once. Judy Garland. It's okay. I, I like Judy Garland too. I, like, I just oh, don't like God. Wizard of Oz. I adore that that one. That movie's pretty fucked up. Looking back, like I watched like, it as an adult. Actually, I watched it as an adult, and I was like, "Holy shit!" They had us watch this in school when I was like nine. I was like, "This movie is so disturbing." In in your defense, I saw Grease when I was nine or ten, so that probably was not a good age to watch that. Tad bit inappropriate. A little bit. But Grease Lightning. <laughs> Which had so many sexual overtones in and of itself. It's okay. It's all right. You know, a lot of things, a lot of things happen when you're young. It just, you know. Well, I mean, when you're young, you, you don't find know. Out when, but then, then you, you find out when you get older, older and you're, like, and you're like, yo. I also saw The Notebook when I was like what? 11. No, the movie's so sad. There was yeah. a lot of sex in that movie. And a lot of that going on, too. Yeah, there was a whole lot of that. A lot. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. You know, I think that's Rachel where McAdams I, was getting around. You know, I think that's where I developed my crush on Rachel McAdams, to be honest with you. I never... Amy Adams, on the other hand, totally different actress, but yo. Amy Adams? <laughs> but did you see Disobedience? Fuck. With Rachel McAdams and Rachel Wise? No, no. Where they played... No. Lovers. No, what? And the sex scene in a that movie squeezy? What? is so hot. Okay, well, I will be putting that on That I actually felt hot. Like, I was I was at Taylor's, and she was like, let's watch this. And we watched it, and during that scene, I'm like, I need I need to go. Oh, that, go. Is, that like, has been whoo. a rarity that that's ever happened to me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. So everybody put that on your watch list. And uh, it's a movie in. called Disobedience about a Jewish woman who... Is gay and has to come to the acceptance that she is, and it's Rachel McAdams and Rachel Wise play opposite of each other, and you're fucking welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. So, fast squash. <clears throat> would you like to start, or would you like me to back start? in this in this squatching? Um, I'll I'll go ahead and start. They were squatching. <laughs> back squash. Um, can we make that a shirt? They were squatching. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, squatching might be trademarked. It could be. It might it, be. I think the it actual is, Sasquatch. I think it is. I think it is trademarked. Well, fuck. So the article that we are referencing tonight is from PortlandGhost.com, and it's called "The Story of Bat Squatch: The Terror That Mount St. Helens Awoke." So in 1980, up in Washington <clears throat> State, uh, got itching to once more throw his weight around. Kaboom! Everything <laughs> tea kettle up. God throws his weight around. I'm sorry, I don't know why that was so funny. God itching to once more throw his weight around. <laughs> okay. Because I guess that's what he does in okay. his in his spare time. In he between has, blessing and he has that <laughs> and stuff. In between blessing and stuff. And let's bring it around. <laughs> and country music stars thanking him at every award show. Nobody cares. It's like, why do you... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That was just First so of all, I just want to give it up to God. What? What? Stop. 
stop. Stop. And God's like, why? What? <laughs> I don't even like your music. <laughs> God's like, I don't like Could your music. Could you imagine? Like, I don't even. I don't if anything, imagine. country music is the work of the fucking devil. Let's be real. <laughs> Annoying ass shit. <laughs> Not all of it, but I mean, if you we we know we know what kind we're talking about, and that's the kind that's like, hello, my baby, hello, God's my God's like, no, <laughs> like I'm not listening. Actually, to that. I feel like there's some country music where God and Satan are both like, you know what? Yeah, we're we're in agreement. <laughs> we're we're both not like. Don't thank either one of us in your speeches. Wait, God and Satan are both like, nah, brah, <laughs> nah, we good. Thank somebody else. With that little Nuss song. <laughs> or like, what if, what if, like, you know how people, we pass this on to, uh, and then the devil like, nah, we're going to pass this on to Buddha. And Buddha's like, nah, I don't want this one. I'm going to pass it on. Like, like every deity just keeps passing it on. Like, no, and Zeus is like, you know, like, nah, I don't you want know what? that either. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I don't want that one either. Until fucking nope. chicken hawk, foghorn, leghorn gets it. And then he's like, y'all. You know, I got a chicken hawk. That was amazing. I was like, that's a pretty damn good popcorn leghorn. Uh, boy, now I say, boy, you need to go find yourself a chicken hawk. That's what you need. That's what you need, boy. <laughs> I grew up with Looney Tunes. No, I did too. Shit, I still watch Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, God. I just threw my shit. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> um... So this this is obviously a description of when Mount St. Helen exploded in 1980, but it said that everything went tea kettle up, white became black, black was white, up is down, down is sideways. Mother Earth hugged the toilet rim of existence like a bachelor post party pre-wedding. The whammy of all hangovers. Whoever wrote this blog is incredible. <clears throat> Mount St. Helen had gone so nuclear that even Hiroshima felt like a wide-eyed preschool kid looking at how the seniors were really getting <clears throat> things done. The earth stood still from the wreckage, from that dead zone after the terrible noise and that horrid landscape of ash, death, and silence, something wicked stirred. The mountain was tucking itself back to sleep, letting Morpheus take her away, but something demonic would not follow its example. Nothing could have stood the onslaught unleashed by Mount St. Helen, at least nothing human, on the fringes of that desolate plain. The Bad Squatch spread its wings and roared. Whoever wrote that, I, I'm incredible. so into this right now. I'm like, what? <clears throat> so the Basquash is a huge flying cryptid monster pipe dream great micro brood IPA that was apparently sighted near Mouse. <laughs> Fuck, I can't get through this shit. My take. I hope you guys enjoy this as much as we are. Great micro brood IPA, which is not wrong. It is actually a beer. And it, I kind of want to try. It really it. is. Yeah, I'm like of all things that this cryptid's spawned it was a i'm literally picturing this giant pretty popular can of ipa on a mountain and oh, it's really funny Lord. so it was sighted near mount st helens right after the 1980 eruption the creature is similar to the ohul and orang bati of south asia a primate with distinction of leathery bat that legs. orang bati thing oh my god descriptions of that look pretty close to this close. But like the teeth are bigger it's really fucking terrifying the whatever it is shares a great deal of commonality with the legendary mothman of virginia but we'll get to that in a moment it, its name derives from the words bat and another another of the washington states another of the washington states world famous cryptids the sasquatch 
Stories of the creature abound, particularly in the aftermath of that hectic, world-shaking volcanic event. Its status has shifted over the years from a supernatural event to a folkloric manifestation of Washington's collective consciousness. Like the Loveland... Why did I say it like that? Like the Loveland... I'm like, we don't live far from there. <laughs> and nobody here says it like that. Loveland. Frogman... Oh. Or the Jersey Devil, Batsquatch has been adopted by the natives and has become an icon of its land. A mascot that's even featured on the label of one of the region's most popular beers. That's hilarious. I love the name of this next. Mount St. Helens Hissy Fit. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I would seriously never... I would rather be closer to a twister than a fucking volcano. 100%. Like... Twisters are a little bit easier to escape than lava. Oh, you're done. Like, once it erupts, there's this girl that, there was a, on an island near New Zealand, There she has a TikTok. I just, I, like, randomly came across it. Happened in 2019. The volcano on this island erupted, and there were 47 people on the island. And by the time, I mean, they were literally say, saying, like, once the ash cloud and it 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 see this was the thing about like pompeii too like it wasn't even so much the lava it's that if you are so close to that ash cloud the heat from that will burn your skin off that's true this one girl she has all of her skin burnt off like her entire body her skin she has to wear like this mask over her face to go outside like all the skin oh on her entire body was was burned off because of this volcano because they were like right in it's just on this little island and people visit it and it just that day it just the whole fucking thing erupted and people couldn't oh my get God. like there were cruise ships circling trying to get people off the island but if you were within the vicinity of that ash cloud yeah, your people were talking about like their skin peeling, like their skin burning off. Like that's Jesus. how hot it was. Like they were trying to grab things and they couldn't grab anything because their skin was falling off. It's like what? That's the- a fucking horror movie. Well, that's what I said. Jesus. Volcanoes, <clears throat> twister or a volcano, a motherfucking twister. Like volcanoes have. I mean, always twister terrified. or hurricane, motherfucking. Yeah, twister. same. Oh god, hurricanes are terrifying. Water, I. Water is the exact thing. The ocean can just the ocean can just go. Come here, bitch, and just grab you and And carry you out, and you're You're fucking gone. No, no, no. Thank you. So you have a fucking volcano, and then you add a giant flying Sasquatch on top. That is fucking terrifying. (laughs) The Batsquatch awakened from its dormant hibernation when the Washington State's natural icon, Mount St. Helen, got a bit of indigestion. (laughs) I, th- to say the least, Alka-Seltzer was not helping this shit. The equivalent, <laughs> Could you just toss a whole bottle of Alka-Seltzer? Just the whole plant. Like, we just need the whole processing plant. We're going to toss it in this bitch. <laughs> Mount St. Helen. Oh, yeah. Read that part. Sorry. The equivalent <laughs> of 1,600 times the size of the atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima during World War II indigestion. Fuck that. As far as a wake-up call goes, 24 megatons of thermal energy was a doozy. To say the Batsquatch woke up grumpy would be underselling the amount of I hate Mondays venom the thing was spewing. (laughs) Mount St. Helen had remained dormant for almost 140 years. See, this is what's... How these motherfuckers can lay dormant 
and you think you're fine like you don't remember any nobody that was around when this bitch went off is still alive and all of a sudden one day it just gets in a bad mood and that's all she fucking oh you wrote. mean like, like demons right <laughs> volcanoes are demons there you go we've, we've, <laughs> we've, we've solved the fucking puzzle <laughs> there it was <laughs> brought to you by don't fuck with the original <laughs> So the last time a period of activity had occurred was between the 1840s and 1850s. That long slumber was interrupted in March of 1980, the day that Jimmy Carter asked himself, why did I want to be president again? I know, right? Sick and tired of getting woken up in the middle of the night by a toady whispering in my ear trouble. I didn't get that joke at all. I'm sorry, I'm probably too too young. On March 27th yeah, of same. 1980, a series of volcanic explosions <clears throat> and pyroclastic flows began shaking and rattling in the area of Mount St. Helen in, I think that's pronounced Skamini County? Skamania. Or Skamania uh, in Washington State in the United States. Uh, from below, everyone stared in disbelief and amazement as the tall tale signs of something fishy going on were visible from the summit of the volcano. A series of blasts that smacked the region into a panic was on May 18th of 1980. By the time everyone got their heads on straight, Mordor had erupted. <laughs> it's kind of what it looks like. A huge explosive cataclysm, the type uh, Michael Bay can't get enough of. Didn't he direct Transformers? My God. Oh my God. Blazing yeah, he directs everything with explosions. That that's is true. The, that's that's joke. like his thing. <laughs> uh, it blanketed the sky and blotted the sun. Nature showing the other reprobates in the prison yard why mama deserves respect yeah mother nature was not having it that day uh the i've never heard of this i did not know there was such a thing as a volcanic explosivity index i get i guess that would make sense how you know you rate well hurricanes have tornadoes, it tornadoes hurricanes, have, hurricanes them. have um, one i think yeah earthquakes have them so that makes sense uh so this was on the index as a five um Actually, now I'm kind of curious because I have to look it up. What's the highest? Okay, so it ranges, the index ranges uh, from zero to seven. So the highest is seven. So a five on this scale would be equivalent to about a 3.5 tornado. God damn. It was the most significant mm -hmm. to occur in the state since the much smaller 1915 eruption of the Lesson Peak in California. It is the most disastrous volcano eruption in U.S. history, and the aftermath was no picnic either. The eruption was followed by a two-month series of earthquakes and steam-venting episodes. Because you're right on the coast, so yeah. you're Washington State, you're right. And you got to think, with an explosion that big, what is that going to do the to the tectonic, the tectonic plates? plates? Yeah. So that, <laughs> that fucking word. <laughs> Plumes of toxic fumes and... Plumes of fumes. Fumes of fumes. Cascading and cascading magma fractured the landscape and even created a large bulge and break on the mountain's north slope. The event was an economic groin punch. For years, the region couldn't get back on its feet and the federal government was feeling the blowback of helping out and shelling out relief aid. Jimmy Carter's political career never recovered and to a degree, his approval rating suffered from the calamity. Approximately 57 people were killed during the blast. More than 200 houses, 47 bridges, 15 miles of railways, and 185 miles of highway was erased from the earth in the blink of an eye. That's insane, I, man. I can't even fathom <clears throat> that at all. Uh, 
Toxicity and leftover ash from the blast might have been responsible for countless other deaths throughout the years. Yeah, because you don't know what's in. I mean, it was like all the stuff that came out of when 9-11 happened, specifically in New York when the towers fell. Like all of the stuff that they found afterwards that was in all those ash clouds. I mean, that, that affected so many people got cancer after that. That affected... Oh, you yeah. Were, you were right in the blast zone. A lot of people years after 9-11 are still bad, have, have battled with cancers, lesions, all, well, you can everything. Only imagine everything. What you're, what what you're, you're breathing sucking in. in. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, exactly. you're, you're breathing in ash, you're breathing in who knows what kind of material. Pollution, everything. God. So, yeah, and, and dead bodies. I mean, I know yeah. that's not something you want to talk about, but that's, you know, it was obviously a part of it. Same thing with this uh, volcano. Um, when... Jimmy Carter, who was the U.S. president at the time, had surveyed the damage. He had declared that the zone looked as desolate as a moonscape as moonscape photos from NASA missions. That's terrifying. And if tall tales are to be believed, another of the consequences of the St. Helens eruption is Batswatch. So the Batswatch is said to be a large humanoid monstrosity clocking in at more than nine feet tall and weight of two grown grizzly bears. No, thank you. No. The creature is said to have piercing yellow eyes. Huh. Piercing yellow eyes remind you of something? Yeah, I know. A little bit. <laughs> I just went, huh. Blue tinged dark fur. Razor sharp teeth. A wolf-like muzzle and bird-like wings. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna just say there's a lot in that description. That sounds a lot like a skinwalker. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they don't have wings, but the wolf-like muzzle, they have, like, blue-teamed dark fur can make sense because that's a that's canine. Right. Piercing yellow eyes, razor-sharp teeth, a broad muscle-bound torso, and bat-like wings that span up to 50 feet. Well, you gotta have some big-ass wings to pick up that ginormous fucking body. That's Two true. grizzly, grizzly bears. Grizzly bears are fucking huge. Just this one this grizzly bear is fucking, Just one grown <clears throat> grizzly bear is fucking humongous. I can lift it. So they, really? I can. I'll throw you back With out. A fucking pinky. Got it. <laughs> Won't even have to use my back. <laughs> <laughs> the beast is also said to have psychic abilities. Telekinetic powers allow it to affect man-made objects like car engines, radios, and television sets. Still sounding sound a lot like a skinwalker alien something. You know, hey, we talked about this when we did our uh, Skinwalker Ranch episode, that if you really believe that there's areas in the world where uh, there could be portals to other dimensions, who knows if things like Batsquatch or Skinwalkers or God knows what is just something that's coming. That's you know That was even an argument that's been given... You know, say what you want about ancient aliens or I think even from something else, but I do remember them specifically saying on ancient aliens that that could be a possible, even though I think it's more likely that it's like the missing link. I, I do. I think that Sasquatch or Bigfoot or whatever is actually something that's more closely related to, uh, I'm going to butcher it. I think, was it osteopithecus or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So close, more closely related to us. But it also makes more sense that way because Bigfoot is so fucking smart. Right. So fucking smart. But I do, I will give credence to the idea that it could possibly be interdimensional. 
Very possible. Yeah. So because a lot of the description that I just read was very Skinwalker like, and we especially with the telekinetic power, we not pretty just the much have come to the realization that they're interdimensional demons. Yeah. I mean, this could just be another one. It could just be a different different level or kind or whatever. If it's real. <clears throat> well, that's why I didn't, you know, I was like, it's it wouldn't be that far off. Uh, it really wouldn't be that far off to imagine, going back with skinwalkers, that other uh, cultures would describe demons differently than oh, what course. a Christian or whatever would think a demon Absolutely. would be. So, yeah. Perfect sense. Um, so sightings, uh, in regards to Batsquatch, um, they had occurred post the St. Helen eruption. Uh, they started appearing everywhere. Uh, curious folks, rescuers, uh, rescuers, I couldn't fucking say that word to save my life. Investigators or anyone trampling around the blast zone were aware from word of mouth warnings that something had roamed the area. At night during those few years uh, after the eruption, only the brave and foolish would dare go out into the darkness and try their luck. For years, the Batsquatch was just a Washington State legend, a creepy crawler folks would frighten their children with, a legend, a tall tale, folklore, nothing more. The St. Helens eruption was slipping into the memory banks, the nation was recuperating, and the region was getting back on its feet. So why dwell on the bad? And that part of the bad was Batsquatch. In April of 1994, one year after I was born, <laughs> Brian Canfield was driving in Washington's Pierce County when his vehicle suddenly stalled. Canfield smacked the thing a bit, got out, popped out the hood, and he looked inside when suddenly, blam, something landed on the top of his car. The vehicle's suspension squirmed and buckled. Canfield, the hood, blocking his view, swallowed, took a deep breath, did like a lemur, took a quick peek above the metal rim, scratching his chassis snarling and looking. I was like, yeah, is it it's chassis. not chassis? It's okay. And looking like it wanted a fight, the bass squatch stood. Canfield ran. The creature leaped. Feet don't fail me. <clears throat> now, when Canfield got back to town, the back of his shirt was torn, his truck was scratched, and his nerves were wrecked. People chalked it up to the man having one of them nights. Dude, that's a fuck kind of them nights do you have around this? Listen, I feel like, part first of town. all, how can you say that those scratches were made by a person? If there are scratches like I'm thinking of. So, I mean, that's 14, this is 14 years after that eruption happened that this guy had this happen. I, I couldn't, not, well, okay, human scratches and animal scratches, especially if it was something like this, are going to look totally different. So, if you can, if you want to try to explain away the scratches, fine. Well, then, what the fuck? happened to his car like how do you explain what happened to his truck if there's anything if there's any claw marks or anything in the truck how the fuck do you explain that raptors raptors in 94 in 94 i mean didn't that movie come out 93 <laughs> i'm serious i'm like i don't even know which one's more terrifying the Basquatch, because you did, you know, they found out raptors are small. Ugh. They're about this big. Yeah, that's great. Which means, actually, that means they're a little bit more terrifying because that means they're faster. Oh, definitely more terrifying. Yeah, those motherfuckers traveling packs. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so, in 2009, near Mount Shasta in California, so again, of course, when you just when you thought it was only 
contained to Washington State, this was in California, several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings fly from a crevice in the mountain. The creature was either Batsquatch or a pterodactyl or a thunderbird. Descriptions vary. Um, fuck that. What? Hold really? up. When I see it, it was a either pterod- Batsquatch, a pterodactyl, or a thunderbird. I don't know, but I'm picturing the body of a pterodactyl, and I'm picturing the body of a Sasquatch or a Batsquatch. Um, there's quite a difference. I mean, wings, first glance, okay, but the body definitely not the same. No, definitely not the same at all. No. Um, in June of 2011. A man was in his yard walking his dog. The man went to pick up the dog when he saw something flying in the sky. Uh, it had bat wings, blue fur, and a face similar and had a face similar to eyes um, glowing red. Eyes glowing red. 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 <laughs> it was about nine feet tall at the least. After I watched, it just flew away. On April fourteenth of twenty fourteen, at Archbishop Hoban High School in Akron, Ohio, a class witnessed a giant black mass zoom by the window of their homeroom at flash light speed. The phenomenon gains momentum every summer, particularly in campgrounds, as folks start to tell stories around the fire concerning the fearsome creature. This is fucking crazy. So there's a connection with the Mothman, like we had said before. Right. Many parapsychologists and crypt. Cryptozoologists can't help but point out the incredible similarities between the Basquatch and the Mothman. The Mothman phenomenon. <laughs> phenomena. <laughs> phenomena. So hard not to. Both occurred during and after a cataclysmic event. Yep. Both have the power to affect man-made objects. Both have piercing, blazing eyes and huge wings. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. that that's not just them two. There are plenty of cryptids that do that. Yeah. But the main difference seems is that Basquatch seems more hostile and aggressive, whereas Mothman is more gentle. No. Were there ever any reports, though, of Mothman actually attacking someone? Like, that's Basquatch and Scratch? I mean, it just seemed like it always showed up. People would always see sightings of it at night. They saw it, but when they were driving by, and maybe maybe they felt scared or it gave off an ominous presence but i don't think it ever actually attacked anybody. i don't think it ever actually attacked anybody i don't know about either. a gentle creature but i still, wouldn't i like, wouldn't put the word wouldn't... gentle with with mothman but i don't think it is as aggressive but, but i mean when you go back and look at it sasquatches are aggressive when provoked Most, okay well then that you know makes total I mean? sense so it would make sense if this one's more aggressive, but it also makes more sense if it's more aggressive because is has it been provoked? You know, has has someone made it feel like it's this or that? But are you encroaching you know, on its territory, or you know, are you exactly? Yeah, and a lot of times that's usually if there's ever been reports of a Bigfoot, for instance, or a Sasquatch acting quote-unquote violent in some way because i've i've heard reports seen videos heard of uh sasquatch people being in areas maybe close by their home and they're they feel threatened and feel like you know you're you're trespassing or something and they'll throw they'll throw rocks they'll throw they're uh, very animalistic in nature they react They react the way an animal would when they're protecting either their young, themselves, wherever they live. Their home, their food, whatever. It makes perfect sense. I have heard reports, seen videos of 
I mean, what the fuck else would it be? But throwing rocks, throwing sticks, throwing anything because it doesn't want anybody in that area that they feel like is their home. So that would very well... And I mean, fuck, the noises they make. Yeah. Those hoops and, like, the, the and sounds that's, that that's signs that's signs of aggression with uh, primates. Mm-hmm. Primates will, you know, gorillas stand on stand on two feet. So they're bipedal. They stand on two feet. They usually puff out their chest. Same. And they go, you know, they make sounds I do as well. where they're trying to show how aggressive they mm-hmm. are. And they're like, you need to back the fuck off. I do the same I too, so, when yeah. I have to. I told that. That's what I, did. that's what I did that night in Culver's when I told you I had to throw down. I just puffed out my chest. Whoa, whoa. And then I got my fucking food. Walk out. That's how you handle that bitch. <laughs> I did not do that. They probably would have called the cops on me. They might have. But no, like the hoops and the stuff that they do in the woods, that stuff's fucking crazy, dude. That's terrible. And they literally have put the sounds to match other animals, and they cannot match them nope. to anything. Nope. Nothing. I would never want to hear that sound just randomly in the fucking woods. Oh, I absolutely would. I'd be like, where the fuck is it? Let's go find it. I know. I, mean, <laughs> I kind of want to. I just want to. Because if they do, I want act, a picture that's not blurry and one that doesn't look fake as fuck. Because if they, they do act, act like blurry? animals, honestly, they're going to be more scared of us than we are. Oh, for sure. But then again, are they really? And they're more just kind of like, you're in our fucking spot again. Fucking get out of here. Chases us away. Okay. Fucking I just bitch. don't want you in my space. Listen, I don't even need to take a fucking picture. If I can just see this fucking thing, just that's to be my, like, that is true too. It. I just want to. I synced it. Again, like personal experiences you and I have had in paranormal situations and places that we've investigated. Obviously, we don't, I mean, some things we have proof, but other things, if you're like us, it's not about trying to prove it to other people. If you walk away with your own personal experiences, I mean, that in itself is such a gift. And I, you know, I've watched Ghost Show. Ghost Hunters was a prime example of that. Sometimes mm-hmm. they didn't always get stuff, but they would have personal experience. They wouldn't always catch things on camera or on audio recording, but they would have so many really, really unexplainable personal experiences. Shirt getting tugged, hair getting touched, feeling a breeze, hearing a sound, anything. And it may not be something that the camera necessarily picks up or the audio recorder picks up, but it's something that they always have that they get to personally. I take live back with. everything I ever said about cold spots. Oh, I until so I do felt I. cold spots. Everything I ever said. Because I was like, this is bullshit. And then I felt a cold spot, and I was like, what the fuck? And it feels like exactly what you think it would feel like. It feels like exactly how they describe it. Yeah. We're sitting here and right you now. Don't, and you don't, you never believe it until, that is definitely something that has to happen. That is one of those things that that is, that is a personal experience. That has to physically happen to you to know exactly what that feels like and to experience it and another tip for you guys too if you guys do you know want to go ghost hunting or you've never been and it's something you would like to do if you go and you're not experiencing anything put your phone away because there was a time when we were at waverly and it was what's what's the little boy's name what do they call him 
Timmy. I was gonna say it's always Timmy. Um, Billy or Timmy? Billy. <laughs> Every fucking time, you know. Um, so we were actually having experiences with Timmy, but it was almost like every time I had my phone out, he didn't want to be caught. So I said, do you want me to put my phone away? And the second I put my phone in my pocket, he ran at me. Right. Yeah. Like the second, and there's no way I can prove that that happened, but it happened. I think people forget when they do want to go into the realm of searching for ghosts or spirits or interacting with anything like that. I think that a lot is forgotten in the fact that these are real people. Mm -hmm. And even in death, they're people (laughs) just like you and I and everybody else. And I think that not only are you being more respectful by treating them like people and not like sideshow freaks, but you will be more likely to have an experience, whether it's captured or personal you will definitely be more likely of having an experience if you treat them With like respect. like the person that they are or were or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're still a person. They're still somebody's mother, father, brother, son, child, whatever. You know, they have a name and they had a life at one time and they need to be treated as such. I, like I said, I've said this a million times before. Treat them like the Maitlands. It's fucking, it's the same Beetlejuice rule that's exactly what the maitland said like we'll be cool as long as you don't make us do parlor tricks like we have no problem cohabitating in this house with you as long as you don't treat us like fucking sideshow freaks because we're regular people we're just dead like right so yeah same rule of thumb just always think of the movie Beetlejuice. just be nice to the maitlands don't be don't be a tick just don't be a, just stop being a cunt yeah stop being a cunt yeah, kevin. kevin kevin stop being a cunt Barbara. <laughs> oh God, I'm in a mood. So guys, um, Batsquatch IPA is out there. It is available. Um, you can actually buy a six pack online uh, at uh, rogue.com slash Batsquatch. It's R-O-G-U-E. Uh, Batsquatch is spelled B-A-T-S-Q-U-A-T-A-T-C-H. Uh, but yeah, it's an IPA style ale. I low-key um, want to try it. It looks pretty fucking amazing. I think uh, the design is really cool. So Rogue Ale is actually the one that makes it. I apologize. Rogue Ale makes it, but it's called Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. But Rogue Ales is the one that manufactures it. Um, yeah, you can buy it from several places online. Huh. And... Uh, I was trying to find. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's not sold in stores anywhere. 4.1 stars. So. Damn. That's pretty cool. Uh, 6.7% alcohol by volume. Nice. So that's pretty nice. Hey, those IPAs can put you on your ass. They can. (laughs) I mean, my fucking wine is 13%. (laughs) Um, It gives off more uh, tropical hints. They have a, uh, Rogue Ales actually has a, uh, Instagram page if anybody wants to follow them. Well, damn! R-O-G-U-E-A-L-E-S, Rogue Ales, out of, uh, Oregon. And yeah, they are, uh, they just posted five hours ago. Today just so happens to be National Beer Day, which is fucking crazy. I had no idea. 
So that's uh, really funny. <laughs> yeah, they're actually currently selling bat squatch uh, for a dollar. You'll get a dollar off if you order some today. Since it's National Beer Day, a dollar for National Beer Day. That's tax. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess they thought they were doing you a favor, but <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to buy it, how much is it regularly? Do you have Do you have it? To well, pull it up? one site one site sells it for eighteen twenty four plus ship. Oh wait, no, no, that's a fucking shipping cost. Never mind. Eighteen dollars is the shipping cost. That's this was a totally different website. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> uh. It looks like the average cost for a six pack is like any 10, 11 bucks. So, like a normal six pack? Yeah. About the same. Just not counting shipping, depending on where you order it from. Yeah. I mean, huh. no local invest. stores around here, but. Uh, Wonder, would Jungle Gems have that? Hey, who knows? They might. You know what, guys? Hey, if we ever try it, we will let you know for sure. It yes. says it's kind of got more tropical hints. I'm like, okay, I'm down for a fruity IPA. I mean, kind of works. So, yeah. I do actually really want to go to Jungle Gems and find the uh, Black Phillip Ale. That was fucking amazing. It was delicious. So it was good. the most crisp apple thing I've oh, ever yeah. tasted. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I love fucking apple anything. But the, what was the uh, Angry Orchard? Angry like Orchard is delicious. So but fucking good. But green is it Green Arrow? What is the Arrow one? Oh shit! I know what you're talking about. That's actually better. Yeah. Than uh, Angry Orchard. The Arrow, whatever. A Golden Arrow? I don't remember. Black Phillip was still my favorite. But Black Phillip is the best. That's the best. It tastes like a apple. Yeah. Juice like straight. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> With a lot of alcohol in it. Like Put you on like yes. Ass. So that's Bat Squatch. Will it put you on your ass or will it let make you levitate? <laughs> I mean, that would be cool too. I would have no problem with that at all. I was like, this looks like fun. Can, we, can I do it? Why does the feathers of a sword? Oh, fucking love that movie. But yeah, that was Bat Squatch, you dudes. And my dudes. That was the best article we could find. That was a great That was the blog. best article in the world. It's fucking amazing. That was amazing. Was fucking so Mount St. Helens have an indigestion. Whoever wrote that uh, Portland... What, it just said it? somebody... Portland Ghost. PortlandGhost.com. So they, they apparently had a lot of other blogs on there about cryptids and several other I feel things, like we just so. constantly need to use that now because that was fucking hilarious. That was really, really good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for anybody that's not from the Mount St. Helens area of Washington State, if you guys have never heard of Bat Squatch like we had, we hope we brought you something new and fun. Um, it has been mentioned, anybody that's a fan of the Travel Channel shows, uh, Monsters in America, um, they're now on Discovery+. Plus. Uh, there were a uh, there there was one episode where they did feature Bat Squatch only for a few minutes, but um, it is kind of neat that if you've never been to that part of town, you actually get to see it, and then you get to hear people actually talk about their own personal experiences, supposed personal experiences with Bat Squatch. But um, again, yeah, this was really interesting. I loved the fucking article. I was glad I was able to learn something about a cryptid that I actually never heard Bring of before the so cryptids. that was really cool <clears throat> all the cryptids 
we got to keep that. That's something I always like keeping fresh too, because I didn't realize, you know, I, I thought with doing a cryptid episode every month, I was like, oh man, we're going to run out of ideas. Fuck that. There are so We still have many, more. Oh my God. But there's, I, I guess I just had narrowed it down to the U.S., there are so many cryptid legends from all over the world. It's coming. <coughs> it's there. Knew it was coming. I can always tell. Your facial expressions completely <laughs> give it away. It's because I cannot hold it back. You're like, I can't. I'm like, <laughs> my whole face, my whole face is about to sneeze, not just my nose. Listen, I sneezed this morning before I went to pee, and I was like, we can't be doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, no. I almost peed my pants. Yep. That's what happens when you I get have old. to make my coffee first. That's what happens when you get old. <laughs> you sneeze, you pee your pants. Well, fuck. You laugh, you pee your pants. <laughs> I can't be doing that no. shit. <laughs> or that piss. <laughs> or any of it. No bows. <laughs> so, guys, uh, next week, super excited because... I forgot what we were doing next week. We... Like, what is next week? What's butterfly happening? kisses. Actually, wait, that's not, that's not next week. It's not? It's the week after. Oh, that's right. That's the, hey, guys, I just gave you away what we're doing in two weeks. Oh, well. <laughs> but no, for real, guys, in two weeks, we'll get that'll give you longer to watch it. Go on Tubi and go watch Butterfly Kisses because we are interviewing the director of Butterfly Kisses in a couple <sighs> weeks. And I am so fucking excited. Butterfly Kisses is probably one of the most underrated found footage films ever made. It's absolutely fantastic, and it's free on Tubi. Go watch it. It's but, also free on... It's actually free on several different platforms. Oh, it's it? Amazon Prime. Uh, Pluto TV is another one. Um, but Tubi, I have. Amazon Prime, I'm sure everybody has. Um, I had never heard of this movie till Casper told me about it, and I watched it. I watched it at home by myself. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? I don't think it you expected scared, it to be as I didn't as it expect was. I because that's why. Yep. I was like, oh, I can watch this by myself. <laughs> Bitch, you thought. Yeah, no, not at all. I had it's to go so like good. I had to go grab a pillow and like like I was oh my god. It it's it's insane how underrated it is. I feel like this and like grave encounters and like it's 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 right up there with Grave Encounters for me as far as yep. a found footage gem that I had just never heard of before. And somebody's like, oh my God, you got to watch this. And I fucking watched it. Poughkeepsie Tapes was the same way. Fuck Poughkeepsie like, Tapes. Poughkeepsie Tapes. So good. Poughkeepsie Tapes, this one, Grave Encounters. And Wreck. Yes. Are movies that people were like, oh my God, you have to. And, I, and they're just these little hidden gems. But I'm sure a lot of people, unless you're like, Die hard horror, die hard found footage film. You found footage fans have probably never even heard of Butterfly Kisses, but I guarantee you it is worth it. It is worth it. It's. I went. It fucked with me so bad. By the end of the movie, I was still sitting there going, Is this. Is this shit fake? Is this shit real? Is this. What I saw it around the time it first came out because it was really big going around horror Twitter. Um, so I actually got a chance to see it like around the first time it came out and I was like, whoa. Whoa. Holy shit. And then I just happened, so happened to see the director on Twitter and I was like, he's following me? Bitch, what the f- <laughs> 
So I followed him back and I was like, hey, dude, want an interview? And he said yes. And I was like, thank you. And we're stoked. Because um, there are some not so great found footage films on Amazon and Tubi. And I, you and I both have been sucked into some shitty ones. But then you come across one like this and you're like, oh, it faith, makes the shitty ones faith, worth it. My faith has been restored. It makes the shitty ones worth oh, it. When incredible. you find that gem, oh my I God. will never, ever forget when I stumbled upon Hell House. I will never forget that. Because my roommate scared the piss out of me too. <laughs> my roommate had been gone for the evening and I was like, I want to watch a new found footage film I've never seen. So what do I do? Of course, I went to Amazon Prime. And I was like, Hell House LLC, what is this? And I was like, engrossed. I was like, I don't think I've ever been this engrossed into a found footage film since Paranormal Activity. Like, it was, it had me by my balls. (laughs) 100%. Still my third favorite found footage film, too. Oh, it's, yeah, it's incredible. But next week, I'm really excited about the episode next week. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, um, Eric Myers, by the way. Yeah, Eric the, Myers is his name. Is Eric Christopher Myers is the director of Butterfly Kisses. Um, I highly, 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 highly recommend watching this highly. film. And now you guys have time. Because yeah, it's so not you have next a whole week, two weeks. it's the week after. But next week, um, we were actually just talking about this place because we are so excited. We actually are going to be investigating in August. So we wanted to bring an episode with the history of the place before we do a follow-up of the actual experiences from the investigation. And it is West Virginia Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. There is some crazy, crazy, crazy history about this place. I need you to tell me what episode you watch so I can make sure, or whatever you watch so I can make sure I watch it. Yeah, yeah. I know that was Um, random, but I was like, I need to make sure I watch that. Moundsville, West Virginia is... The entire town is basically built around this giant Indian mound and right in front of this giant mound and smack in the middle of this t- city is this penitentiary. Um, it is actually, if anybody is a fan, and I, I regretfully have not watched any of them, but if anybody has been a fan of uh, Stephen King's uh, Castle Rock series... Um, I've watched a lot of that. The prison, the Shawshank prison that is used in the Castle Rock series is not the Ohio Reformatory that they used Shawshank prison for that we visited in Mansfield. It is West Virginia Penitentiary. I knew it wasn't the Mansfield one, but are you fucking serious? It's because they wanted a town behind it. Because of the context of the story in Castle Rock, they wanted a town Behind the penitentiary, wow. and as you guys know, because we visited the Ohio Reformatory, the Shawshank prison that is in Shawsh- the Shawshank Redemption, um, behind that prison is another active prison, minimum <laughs> security prison. So, and that would have just made filming a nightmare. So, because they specifically wanted a, it's in Mansfield, but downtown Mansfield is a way, ways away from the actual prison. So because in Castle it's Rock... It's honestly in the middle of nowhere. So it, it really is. <laughs> so because in Castle Rock, their Shawshank needed to specifically be in a town, they That's used, amazing. Uh, I didn't know that. West it was Virginia, the West Virginia They one. used West Virginia Penitentiary in Mountville. That's yes. so cool. So if anybody's a Castle Rock fan, that is the prison. I cannot wait to go here. So I um, we are very excited. It is in August. 
Um, we can't wait. Uh, Trans-Allegheny is going to have to wait as far as a visit. Tickets were really hard to get this year. Also, we're try for to some go reason, next they year. only went until mid-June. Yeah. I, so we, don't... we like going in late August just because it, that's what we normally do. And it makes the evenings. The evenings are not as... And also, state by state, we still don't know what's going on with COVID restrictions right, right now. Some states have become extremely lenient. Some states are still super strict. Some states have become even stricter. So we don't, th that could have been part of it as well. We don't, we don't really we know We will be going on. to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum next year for, for sure. sure. Yeah. But this year, I'm really glad that Becky was able to find the Western or the West Virginia Penitentiary because number one, I honestly had never heard of it. And number two, I always love hearing about new places like this so we can find out the history about them and actually do an episode and learn a lot about it before going in to investigate it. Because I love knowing the history of something before I investigate it. Me too. And I there's a lot of context to it. There's a lot. I'm, I'm probably more scared of visiting this prison. Honestly, the more I know about it now than I was at visiting uh, Mansfield. Oh yeah. Just because, well, the violence, mm -hmm. uh, Mansfield was so different because it was essentially a reformatory, just right. like it is in the name, and then it became more violent over time. Uh, West Virginia Penitentiary was just, I mean, the warden was violent, everybody was violent, there were rapes, there were so many rapes, so many murders. Oh my god, there's just a lot of hate and anger, and there I'm. there's going to be a lot of cleansing that's going to happen. I was going to say, we're both going to be, I'll really bring my draining. sage spray, you bring your actual sage, a lot your of, Palo Santo, I'll bring my gonna spray. It's going to be a lot of... We're going to bathe in Florida I water. I <laughs> think I might bring my, uh, I, I, I might bring my rosary with me. Like I'm not even joking. I don't blame you. I, I'm I'm highly considering bringing. I might bring. I might even bring my. I might even bring my mother's rosary with me. Like I'm not even joking. Like I I'm kind of fearful. I'm fearful of being well, especially as a woman in places like this. You're you're always tend to be touched and harassed more because it's a men's prison. But just like I've so, told you, from the moment we from every single place that we've done. If we walk in and it's too much, yeah. we need to leave. Yeah. Period. Because it's not worth it. It's not, it's worth, not worth it. Bringing any of that energy with you. It's just, or it's, it, it, it was like the Mansfield, like in Mansfield. We were in there and it was fine. It was overwhelming at first because we were like, okay. And everything was fine. Yeah, I got the worst but there case were certain, of vertigo. I got There so were certain emotional. spots we were like, we cannot go in this yeah. area. I and feel then, like it's going to be a lot like that. Where it's going right. to be like, we're going to be walking gonna be like, somewhere, nope, and I'm just not going like, to go there. don't need to go that way. Like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you have fun. Yeah, you guys have fun <laughs> over here. I'm just going to be over here, and yes. Okay. I feel like, honestly, deep down, I feel like it's going to be that. Where we're going to be okay, but we're going to hit spots where we're going to be like, we cannot go yeah, in this no. area. And I'm pretty sure I... I, I I feel like a couple I already know now are just gonna be like, nah, it's gonna be off limits. <laughs> just not gonna. Just not. Oh look, just not from even a gonna. distance. Hi, <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> what is that? We're gonna do that all fucking night long, aren't we? What is that? What is that? What oh my, is that? Oh my god! Also, I need to make sure I don't get a tattoo in any of my regions where you jump me. <laughs> 
my it, glasses need to it be might, secure. It I'm might like, hurt. You might want to wear like a protective guard over your face. It's happened everywhere. In Waverly, I was like, there's a figure and you just fucking booked it towards me. And I was like, it's a real person. <laughs> there's a in, man standing In there. my defense, what creepo just sits there in the fucking dark? Also in your defense, when I just outright say, there's a figure. Yeah. And not, there's you, a person standing there. You didn't there. help. You also didn't help either. Because I didn't say. Who says there's a figure? I mean, okay. Can I give a vote for y'all out there? If you're with your friend, paranormal investigating, and it's pitch fucking dark, and they just go, there's a figure. Y'all would fucking... You don't think person. I about jumped out of my skin. Oh, you did. I think I did. But also, he still did not move. Yeah, so when I pointed him, he was being creepy. So he was being... Oh, yeah. So a combo of you saying that (laughs) and him being fucking a figure. And him him literally just being being a figure. Being a figure. And you going, oh, look, a figure. I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Like, I'm out. But yeah, I'm so excited. I'm excited to get to go, you know, our our yearly our yearly haunt. Can't wait. Yes. All right, guys. Well, this Saturday I will be streaming at noon, either noon or one o'clock. I haven't decided yet, but I will post. Um, I am streaming the finale of Life is Strange. Um on Saturday and I will probably be streaming Monday at 7 and I think I'm going to start Slender the Arrival because Slender man that game is fucking incredible. Um and watch for the movie review tomorrow. It chapter 1. Hell yeah. 1. I don't I didn't a vote little this bit time. over Child's Play. Child's Play almost got it. Kind of wanted it to win because I wanted to nail it, but you know it's fine. It it chapter one is great because I actually really do love the um, it remake series, so I will be doing that tomorrow. And don't forget next week for the western. I keep want to say western state, West Virginia Penitentiary. Lord, I'm like, what is western? Because I keep wanting to say eastern state. It comes out oh eastern yeah. state, but it comes out western state because West Virginia it. and my, yeah, I got it. So have a good week, guys. Stay safe. Be good. Wear your mask. Butterfly kisses. Get your COVID shot and watch butterfly. <laughs> if you are eligible in your state to get it, please get it. Go let's get, get it. Let's get back to a sense of normalcy. Go get it. Let's get the world back. Be safe. I can feel it all over.